You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Go Plug Yourself. We've been talking to awesome people in Montreal since 2011. Just a friendly reminder that if you're going to be buying anything on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, uh, go to 9to5.cc first and click the links at the bottom or in the sidebar so that we get a bit of that money. Uh, f- also, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and enjoy the show. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, go plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, it's Walter and Keith talking on the internet. I think that's as good as time as any to start it off. Kick it off, Walter. We're back. It's the first show of the new year officially. Right, because the chit show doesn't really count. It does. It only exists as a, a cloudy memory. It's Keith and Walter back this year, twenty seventeen. It's the year of the cock. Did you know this? Yeah, yes. my year. Did you? Did you know this? No. I did not. Is this your? Is this your animal year? Your this Chinese is animal my year? Animal year, and I have not. I had been to a, a Chinese restaurant. It year, is so. the year of the cock. Nice. But well, last year was year switch at like in February. What? It's not. Oh, I don't know. Whenever Chinese New Year is happening, yeah, Chinese New Year it will, doesn't coincide with. Sorry, it will soon be the year of the. Co- I feel like all of 2017 is year of the cock, though. I feel yeah. like it gets the you get the whole thing. Got, so how how long is a Chinese year compared to? Doesn't a matter. Gregorian it's just fucking year. year of the cock. It's 2017. It's year of the cock. Incredibly. Don't take this it's, from it's me. A, Why do you want to take this from length. me? Because it's still based on the lunar cycles. It's just a different start date. Okay. Like, it's still a lunar calendar. It just doesn't have the same start point. And less fudging around with the leap year stuff. So it sounds like the Gregorian calendar was completely unnecessary then. Well, in the, except for the fact that they hadn't really spoken to China in terms of, like, knowledge sharing. Why? What did China do? So Battle comes it was super far away. <laughs> Every new episode, we'll have two guests. We'll introduce new features, like this theme song. Do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> <laughs> Walter, how was your New Year? Hang on, just real quick. How was your New Year? It's pretty good. I spent a lot of it writing the new theme song for the show. Nice. That was, I, I, it shows. Like the polish. You know? The polish on it is <laughs> immense. <laughs> Who are our guests today, Walter? <laughs> Wait, I got three more verses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's on the show today? Polish and Sheen. Um, polish and Sheen? <laughs> polish and Sheen. That's oh. what they call us. We are so pro. I thought you were trying to come up with a stage name for Paul Ash. I'm like, Polish, Polish and, Sheen. and Sheen. So Paul Ash is one of the guests. Wait, yep. spoil it. Spoiler. Spoils. Spoilers. Paul Ash is here. What's up, Paul? Hi, Paul. Hey, hey Paul. Happy Paul's New here. Year. Happy New Year, Paul. It's the year of the cock. I don't know if you heard. And Jason Hattrick is here. Rosemary's own. I actually thought I, I, thought, I thought I was Paul Ash at first, but then you introduced me too, and then I realized I wasn't. It's a thing that's confused it's, me for a long the time. Year of Paul Ash. The guests always know who they are. <laughs> even with the, <laughs> the new feature is Walter. It's a little icy outside. I fell and I hit my episode. head. Just to cut through the uh, the, the, the stagnant the, segments, you know. Yeah, exactly. The inner monologues that happen. Say Rosemary Zone. Rosemary Zone. Yeah, we made that connection uh, some time ago right? that yeah, exactly. uh, we both went like to Jason the same Hatcher, high school. Like, hey, Jason Hatcher? Jason, you've been on the show before, yes? No, I have not. Yes, no. you have. I have not. Yes, you have. I have not. Paul, as is your first time on the show, right? Uh, I was uh, at Grumpy's. Oh okay. shit! So yeah. I was mistaken. Walter thought I was Paul Ash, not me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think Jason's been on the show yet, man. Yes, I think he... you're confusing the time you were in a sketch troupe with him. Jason and I were in a sketch troupe once. <laughs> for, literally once. It was for really one good. Night it was only. really good. I don't know why we stopped it. We won a lot of awards for those sketches. It was, it was called Power Struggle. Yes, yeah. we awarded ourselves most of those awards, but yeah. they were all perfectly valid awards. It was awards. really fun. It was you, it was me, Jason Hattrick, and Darren Henwood. Yeah, that's right. It was I, called Power Struggle. I, and and Jason, trio, there never were. Jason signed us up for Improv Fest, or Sketch, sketch Fest? Sketch, sketch Fest, Fest, right, because it was a sketch troupe. Right. Uh, not Improv Fest. Uh, Jason signed us up for Sketch Fest against our will, me and Darren, and then <laughs> we pretty much had to do the show. Mm-hmm. And we came up with like three very, I think three, four solid sketches. Yeah, we, d- we did three sketches. We each wrote one. Yeah. I remember it differently. Though I remember it being uh, three of us wanted to do Sketchfest and then said, "Well, there's three of us. That's a sketch troupe." Was it really my that? idea okay, to what, join Sketchfest? Did I like, like what time? And I have how so many conversations. Were the three you know? participants when you were like, "I want to do sketch." I say all sorts of things. Strong. I mean, of the three of us, if one of us was going to be sober, I suppose statistically speaking, it was probably Darren. me. Darren. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, you took advantage <laughs> of the kind-hearted drunks, Darren Henwood and Walter Jaling. Kind-hearted for their own good. <laughs> I knew they would enjoy themselves, and they did. Well, Walter did. Darren, we don't know. I'm still. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Darren enjoys. I don't know if he's ever legitimately happy. He's enjoyed anything in his life. 
Anyway, and I, the one thing my my he one enjoys th- Battlecon. Yeah, yeah, he does. He he, he he enjoys a rivalry with. He enjoys destroying Jason. Actually, yeah, that's fun. Which is a shame for him since he does it so infrequently. Oh, he's not even here. He's not even here to defend himself. Jesus, it's it. He's accustomed to that feeling, being unable to defend himself, because he experiences it every time he's against a me. Veritable at BattleCon. Ronda Rousey against your Amanda Nunes. Yes, that is a reference I also understand. Nane. No, it is. I saw. Is it I, pronounced I, Nane? I, people made it a meme, so I, I know it about Nane. it. <laughs> Nane. No. That's, Nane. That was her second bad beat, right? Nane. Yeah, that like, was her, that was her second terrible, terrible. Which I mean, I feel that like if we're just a brief sidebar into UFC is really on her management. So like for throwing her under the bus there, I, I, I'm not very happy with her choice. Like I was like, cause, like, she lost a title match very badly, got punched in the face, had her had her bell rung, lost her title, stopped uh, re- fighting for a year, and then like immediately used her championship rematch clause to fight like the current sitting champion. But I was like, if you're not 100 percent sure about getting into a UFC ring, maybe it shouldn't be against the current champion. Like. They could have easily, like, asked for and gotten, like, a lesser opponent for her that she probably could have still, like, whooped pretty easily instead of just being, like, embarrassed and under Get her confidence back. Yeah, exactly. Because she strikes me as someone with confidence issues, you know? When you walk around the street knowing that you can probably beat up 90% of the people on the street to 100%. I I really think that uh, her issues with confidence is that she's confident she can take you out. To I'm, lunch, hey, you know what I'm saying. But uh, the thing is, though, is that like that's not true. When Holly Holm beat her senseless, and then Amanda Nunes beat her senseless. No, no, I, I was speaking specifically to, of Jason. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I feel like she enjoys a challenge, and therefore wouldn't I wouldn't be on her radar. But, but yeah. I feel that like if you have not, if you haven't stepped into safely cowed. Okay. <laughs> I, I wonder though. I wonder what it would take. I mean, like these people are like professional punch machines. Like, no. how easy is it to set them off to the point where they're like, "Now I'm a punch machine." You know what? You. That's a good question. Let's get Ronda Rousey in the Battlecom Arena with me in my house, and then we'll see. So are you are you um, the, the, the title? No. <laughs> like you, do you have a title? At there, there are no titles. No, because um, you're talking a big game. You sound yeah. like you're the uh, champion. Should we, well, should we specify that battle? What, 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 why we're talking about this so much, and like maybe give it a little bit of context? It's like a rom com, but with fighting. No, but why the? Maybe just get to the plug early here, and then like say just to give. So the, Paul, maybe tell us um, what did explain to the audience at home um, what uh, we're talking about right now. Battlecom Battle Com- Battle, Battle has been around for about five years. It's the geek war of comedy game shows. It, it's uh, you get two performers on stage. Like if you're if you do anything nerdy, you probably sit around with your friends and argue over some minute point of geekdom. Just imagine uh, comedians doing that. Uh, for your love, they're, they're, it's a super fast micro debate, and the audience decides who lives, who dies. Uh, it's like a mental blood sport. Was the original title not, in fact, the micro debaters? No, no the no. original title was the uh, master debates. Ah, and then we <laughs> needed to have a kid-friendly title. So, so. battle comp, battle comp. So it's, played, it's comedy battle. Have you ever played the game Super Fight? Uh, you know, I've drank a lot. Okay, well, I'm just saying it's not a very old game, but it sounds like it'd be right up your alley. Like when you're talking about like geek, uh, geek, well, geek arguments. What I think is the best about this is the fact that uh, I don't actually have to do anything. I just moderate. Have you ever played Super <laughs> Fight, Jason? I'm, <laughs> I'm a, Super Fight. I'm Super aware fight of a game Super that we Fight. Should play. You'd be Why are you wearing your fingerless gloves? Because it's so by the way. freaking cold in here. You want to feel my fingertips? Touch them. Touch my fingers. I, so cold I, th- I think we just. I don't know. Branched I just into the feel like I've missed version, out right? on an opportunity to touch Keith's fingertips. I've touched, I've, I've, I've touched Keith's fingertips. Super funny is a game where you have like a hand of cards. You have white cards and black cards, and they're usually like a thing and like a power. So you could have like skateboarder and like laser eyes. And then so you're like, okay, I have a laser eyed skateboarder, and I like lay that down. Oh, then Jason has uh, something else being like uh, Godzilla with his hands tied behind his back. And be like, who could fight? And then you have a little time and you argue it. And then there's also – then other players can throw in locales to be like, it's a fight in a swamp. He's going to bring like, me back a oh, beer. Right? So that skateboard becomes useless. Yeah, exactly. And, you're like, oh, so and even the lasers, you have to get close. Yeah, exactly. Or you could have like uh, a thing that's like in total darkness. One. So then like then like round two will be like, now I need to argue my point in total darkness, like yeah. in the scenario. It's a fun – it's again, it's just hilarious arguing. 
which is the uh, the, whole the, the point of it. Oh, no. yeah. Which which is uh, the thing is though battle battle cup follows a structure, mm-hmm. so it's it's super quick. Uh, the comedians are generally around thirty seconds right. uh, to 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 set yeah. a set a point. There's topics that we have the popular topics we have used is like what's the best defense in a zombie apocalypse. Yep. Uh, or uh, <laughs> what is it, Walter? <laughs> no, I'm just I was agreeing. Yep, because I got to remember that one. Yeah. I, I was on uh, I was on a few of the battle comes back in the day. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, we've got some great video shots. We got into a chair fight. Did we? Yeah. I yeah. was, I was banned and unbanned a few times, I think, <laughs> from the battle. Cause like I won a couple, but then there'll be a few times be like, I'd be like, yo, Paul, can I do bottle, like Battlecom again? And Paul would be like, but Walter, all the stuff that happened last time, man, we can't. There were like, so many, dangerous for battle there were so many people that were upset. I'm like, oh, come on, Paul, none of that's going to happen this time. I swear it'll be fine. It was. It wasn't shirtless and full <laughs> Ultimate Warrior makeup. I, oh, that's yeah. I, I did it in full that, Ultimate Warrior. That one, I, I that one, I, I fully enjoyed. That was like, that was okay. That's a Walter uh, Redemption. Why did I do that? Was that was there like there wasn't only think there was, was like a wrestling, wrestling question. Was there a wrestling theme? There was one wrestling question. I think it was but no one who, else had costumes. Who, which which <laughs> no, and nobody else which questioned Disney princess? It, it just no, felt no, like a Walter thing was, to do. <laughs> that was which Disney princess would win the Royal Rumble or could oh, win a Royal Rumble? That's what was your choice. I don't know. I barely remember like this. Mulan. I, yeah. I remember. Uh, Mulan. Mulan was my choice. Mulan yeah, is literally Mulan. like the only Disney princess that's like a trained warrior. Uh, Unless you count Princess Leia as a Disney princess. But, uh, but I don't think In which case, princess. she's she's a princess and she's on She's Disney owned by Disney. Film. Okay, yeah. well then, if you're going to go that far, you could be like, oh. I was going to say some notable Marvel heroine that they put into movies, but they haven't done that yet. Mm, none so. of them are princesses either. But, eh. They could be. Yeah, Marvel, what's up with that? Yeah. Lady Sif? Maybe? I'm gonna go. Well, I feel, I feel, Jason. Are you like, talking at a low level because you think we need to be quiet here? Oh no! Shit! Um, Storm. Storm's What's good up? one. Oh. Am I talking at a low level? I feel like I feel like you're, you're talking. How's, how's, how's Jason's levels? How's Jason's levels? Because I have a <laughs> microphone in my mouth, and I don't like to blow out microphones. I tend to speak in a hushed tone but yeah, around a microphone. If you're gonna get super technical, Storm, I would say would win in a fight of Disney princesses. She's, See, owned, she's owned by Disney, and she's a real princess. Now, now that's the beauty, though, about Battlecom. Battlecom, it's not about who's actually right; it's about who's funniest. Because if we learn anything from Fox News, it's not about being right. Right. And what was the other big rule? Um, no, uh, the facts aren't jokes. Facts aren't jokes. That that's uh, that's that was I, actually I, I an remember audience if anything, if anything, if I remember anything from that show, it's just perpetually being screamed at. Facts aren't jokes. Facts aren't jokes. To the point where, like, if one more person said it to me, they were going to get decked. <laughs> <I feel laughs> like, that, like, maybe that's why you're not bad. Well, I feel like you know all these things are coming together. Like. Keith's suggestion of Storm is a perfect example. Storm would win because she can throw lightning. Okay, great. That's a fact. Yeah. That she would win. Against Snow White, that's Facts aren't follow jokes. it up with a joke, yeah. okay. or you're not going to win BattleCon. Yeah. Right? Because you they're, can be they're, absolutely they're voting correct and still lose. They're voting for the most entertaining, not the not the most right. I feel that you're and encouraging people just taking off their pants. Uh, like when when there, you there lose that been, way, there it's has very been. upsetting. I'm still bitter about not winning TARDIS as best mode of transportation because mm-hmm. there's not a better mode of transportation than the TARDIS. Pretty much. Uh, I, I, what was it? The best Saturday morning cartoon, Gavin Stevens won with Turbo Kid. Yes. And he fully admitted in, in one of the setups it was a shitty show. Uh, but he managed to, you know, uh, get the most laughs and, uh, of course, the most audience votes. I, s- I feel that any scenario where you're willingly engaging Walter into like argumentative confrontation. That's the thing. It's like I see my favorite part. <laughs> my favorite part about the whole process is the antagonistic element. Yeah. You know? I, I, I was like, but I was going to say, I was like, I was like, nobody's going to be having a good time except for Walter. Well, who's well, going to be like, an amazing yes! Yes! <laughs> and, even, and even my karate. Heel, like, heel. And this, that's always the thing that I latch onto in shows too. It says a lot about me. And, and Karate's show, like, the, the, the you know, I, I, I figure it out. Yeah. Figure it out. He does that, and and I even told Mike, I was like, you know, I enjoyed this show. What I what really, what, the, the part that I really enjoy is the antagonistic element of it. <laughs> and and Mike's like, it's really not designed to be antagonistic in any way. I don't know why you see that in this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's great. It's a good it's a good angle. <laughs> so uh, so if I'm I'm gonna put myself in the the shoes of a a, a would be I guess I'm trying to think of like what 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 what's the word for Battlecom fans. Do you have like a word for your fans? Uh, battle fanatics. Battle fanatics. That doesn't have com in it though. Nope. But works. It's got the first part in it. Yeah. What do you want to slip in? Yeah, com? but the com is it comedy. works. It's fine. Like battle fanatics is like 
you're no, like, it makes, it makes sense. But they're the fans blood? too, and they're well, fanatics. Well, the, well, the thing is, they, they what they vote with is a battle flag. Right. Uh, yeah. We've got the battle banners behind us. We're looking for the battle champion. Uh, All of the topics are called battlefields. Yeah, I'm your chosen float. selection is your battle choice. Yes, I always wear my battle socks to battle. I'm going to float this out because it kind of sounds the same. If they were battle connoisseurs. Mm. Wow! Right, that sang quickly. <laughs> I feel like no. I feel like there's got to be a distinction between battle fanatics and battle connoisseurs. It's true. You know, oh. some of our super fans are hardcore fans that are there at every show. They who do. shall remain nameless. Right. Because like if you imagine, if you imagine Henwood. the Roman like uh, Colosseum, there's the me. battle fanatics, and then there's the battle connoisseurs, like in the upper echelons, being like, "Well done," and they they applaud once. <laughs> they give you a single applause. Uh, they give the the, the uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm doing visual jokes on. It's fine. You said, but you said what you were doing, <laughs> so it worked. Who's on? Like, who's on the show this Sunday? Uh, this who's Sunday, fighting? Who's well, battle? We have, competing. Uh, well, I will be for one. Exactly, and we also Darren Henwood's going to be facing oh, off shit. against you. Oh shit! So, mentioned former. Member of Power Struggle. Power Struggle. <laughs> the Power Struggle is real. I really want. <laughs> I'm going to be working. I want to talk about my I'm old skills group at some point too. Uh, but Sarah Quinn, uh, Troy Stark, Kirsten Finch, uh, and Erica Tadeo. Cool. Good lineup. Yeah. Good group. Yeah, good, that's good a little, very good group of good runners up. Crew. You got there. Oh. <laughs> what does the winner get? What does the winner get? <laughs> the winner gets <laughs> rub it the, in the losers' faces. Adoration. Adoration. Exactly. We do give. We do treat it like a game show. There are prizes, but the prizes are for the audience. Which I've always thought is kind of a... Yeah, we could use the prizes, Paul. I, I mean... I, I gave you a t-shirt, man. That's true. Several t-shirts. T-shirt. One in every color. Yeah. I got no t-shirt. <laughs> not, not you did. You just ripped it off immediately. <laughs> I, just ripped it. I, was like, I was like, can I have a t-shirt? He's like, sure, Walter. Rip Hulk Hogan. Hogan, rip it. He's like, why, Walter? <laughs> just immediately <laughs> descends into ripping the shirt off. I, Walter, I What pay, a brilliant I, marketing ploy I, that was. I pay good money for that shirt. Make all the kids buy the Hulk Hogan t-shirts. All the kids rip the Hulk Hogan I don't t-shirts. Think the kids, I don't think the kids actually rip the shirt. No. And then they have to... The shirts are no. Y- you no? could buy them semi-pre-ripped, if I remember. Well, you just cut like a little you, V in yeah, the you collar. You just got to put a V in the collar. Well, that's, that's it. just it. When you, I, well, I remember seeing them in the store. They didn't have the collar, and they had the fringes at the bottom. Yeah. But the fr- that's not entire. That's 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 not meant for ripping. I was no. watching. Well, you don't honestly think Hulk Hogan was ripping a cotton thread T-shirt. Yeah, he, he was easily His with arms the were huge with the cut V. With, with like, the if, like, like, think about how once you get a hole in a T-shirt, to put your fingers in and go. It's really not. I don't a, know. It like looks feet of stretchy. It looks latexy at times. It might be a little stretchy. There's a little like elastic in a shirt, but like yeah. your it's lack of really faith strong. is disturbing. He has the my the lack of faith in Hulk Hogan. Sixteen inch pythons, <laughs> twenty inch pythons. We're talking about eighties Hogan. Oh, 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 hero Hogan, hero Hogan. Yeah, before yeah. all the reality TV show stuff. I, I was and the other stuff. Speaking and the other of stuff, Hulk Hogan, and then the other stuff. Right. Hulk Hogan and reality TV. I watched the most recent season of Real World. <laughs> And a guy. It's still happening? It's season 32. They've been running for 25 years. They've done oh, 32 like seasons. The that, original you know reality what? show. The, the yeah. writer's strike, like, killed us. But the, no, but they predate the writer's strike by, yeah. strike by decades. They've, they started yeah. in they've been on every year. They've been on every year. They've been on every Which year and sometimes strikes? twice. Because there's been two big writer's strikes that I remember. Was it the one before 1992? Because MTV's first season of Real World was 1992. Because MTV sat down and were like, we should have like, uh, yeah. a, what do you call it, like a, a, a soap opera for kids. And then we're like, we're MTV, we don't actually have that much money. They're like, what do we need? We're like, angst. What else do we need? Like, that's pretty much it. Let's just put 20 year olds in a house and get them drunk. There's a, there's a Real World from 1992. It's the first season, Real World Austin, 1992. Austin. Austin. I don't watch Cause that anyway, those yeah, people are in their 50s. Yes, that now. would have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would have been right. Uh, that, there but, but MTV strike. didn't have scripted shows anyway at the time. That was like the craziest part. Like they had nothing scripted. But they, well, they they didn't they have the uh, the late night cartoons at that point. Not ninety two. I think that was more like ninety four. When did Beavis and Butthead start? Around the same time, I think. But that was when they started producing content. Real World was their answer to soap operas. That was like their. Yeah. Hmm. And then somebody watched the Real World and said, "I just want to put all these people on an island and watch them suffer." And that's how we wound well, up with Survivor. Well, it was like a competition because, like Real World, like to this day, there's still no competition. Like the angst just comes naturally from feeding a bunch of people who are twenty one years old alcohol and putting them in a close space together well, like and, that's like and lies and lies uh i this is a this is a secret that i, I learned from a, a you friend were on who the cast at, of no, the no. real world no no Aww. this is a, a a secret i learned from a friend who was uh living in, in la and they got to one of the places that they were crashing was the uh the pool house of of a person whose uh spouse 
was a psychologist who worked on the yeah. Kardashians. Yeah. And that person's job was coming up with the lies to say, oh, you know, your sister said this about you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and just, and the thing is that I can't believe that family is so happily, stupidly believing all these things. But I, I know, can't believe this person is not but, a practicing therapist. Probably, but, they, the but they, don't even, they don't even necessarily need, yeah. I mean, I'm sure in the Kardashians, yeah, they can feed them stuff. But like, I know for, again, for a fact, when they do like Big Brother and whatever, they sit there and they have like a panel of psychologists that watch all the intro videos and they like, they'll find people who they're like, these two, these two people like cannot and will not get along. They're going in the house together. Like, which is what we do with Battlecom. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just to finish my point, in Real World Season 32, in an argument, a guy legit Hulk hogan his shirt off. He was like, you want this? And I was like, Whoa! and I was like, what? I was like, why? Drama. Why? I was like, <laughs> like, why did that, like, strike you? You're being filmed, and you're like, now for, like, for everyone to see, everyone can see you, like, I guess you think it makes you look cool, but really? it's, I, that If that person ever breeds, I can just imagine their kids just flipping over their phone or whatever yeah. video yeah. device hey, they dad, have. Hey, 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 Dad, you can't call me on behavior because you did this. You got into an argument <laughs> once and just rip your shirt off in a guy's face. And like, and the other guy, like the guy, like they were both like macho jerks enough to like, like it, the guy didn't back down. Did you guys saying, fighting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, arguing. Like, if they, if they throw hands, they get thrown out. It's like the rules. But anyway, but the, I was like, how did you not like if Walter? Walter, but the and I, ratings are incredible. How many yeah. seasons of the Real World? Thirty. Have, have you seen? Two. Have you personally seen? Kate? Like maybe four or five. Four or five. I feel like it's probably more than that. No, it's really not. Sarah probably more. Me four or five tops. Because I, he, yeah. The only reason we watched this one is because this one. This is now go plug Real World Seattle. Bad blood. Uh, this one it was they had the seven people that they always have, and then they like they found seven people that these people had beefs with, and then also put them in the house. Oh it was yeah, fourteen people. Yeah, yeah. yeah the seven good. people they always have. There's always the cast of Real World's always seven people. So, oh, okay. So it's not like they've had Real World with the same. Seven yeah, no, we're not watching from. fifty year olds anymore. Okay, like, no. No, 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 no. That's it. But they like so like they were like the people they brought in their exes or they brought in their like estranged sister and they brought in everyone. So like that they really fueled the fire. This is is that, is, that, is that Big Brother or is that we're still talking about the real world? Real okay, world. still right. the real world. Hold anyway, on. so out of the fourteen people, also <laughs> fourteen of them had to leave. <laughs> uh, four no, four out so of fourteen exciting. people had to leave for various reasons, which was absurd. One girl got pregnant. Two different guys got thrown out for violence. And then uh, one other guy just uh, said something racist, was like, I'm afraid how this makes me look, and left. Like, so I was like, wow, that's really how to appear not racist, is to do nothing to correct the situation and just leave. Like, that's, that yeah, really the, helps you the, argue. The rest of the season would be him going, I'm not racist, but... yeah." Probably. Well, we're all out of time today, guys. That was it. That was, uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks for having us on your real thanks, world Keith. fan cast. Uh, so, so January fifteenth, Battlecom. Yep. Uh, so we're not actually out of time. We're not. We're not wrapping. Yeah, oh, not even okay. close. <laughs> well, I mean, we're not, not to say we're not not close. Okay, Battlecom. How did you? So five five years ago, uh, was this like the whole thing was like I guess a plan to differentiate yourself from other. Like give comedians uh, another thing to do other than open mics. I, uh, um, you guys know JoJo and the the Mob Joe. Yes, uh, people. They, Joanne, yeah, yeah. No, yes. You I do. thought of JoJo Savard when he no. said JoJo. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> saw into the future anymore. and told me that this is the. She's the like, like, do it. You, I called. I called the number. She said, start a battle comedy show. Was JoJo Savard like, related to Serge Savard? Serge Savard. I feel Savard's an incredibly no, common, common name. name. I think yeah. there's a couple of them. It's mm-hmm. Like, how many Patrick Gagnons do you know? A lot. Literally none. I don't know oh. a single Patrick going out. Or Andre Tri- Trudeau's. Or JF Anyhow, you know, the, the thing fun is... Fun fact, Tremblay, second most common name in North America. And they're all here. <laughs> okay, wow. so uh, you're talking to JoJo. <laughs> yeah. Specifically, they're all in Lexi. Uh, uh, Joanne uh, wanted uh, to uh, to run a, um, a Yo Mama battle. Okay. Uh, between Ottawa Comics and Montreal Comics in 2011. Uh, we used to do some of those too. We used to, we used to do a couple of those. We did a, we did those. Yeah, a few of those. That so where the story is going? Am I just cutting your story off? No, that's that's sorry. it. So, sorry, but she didn't know how to run it. So she asked me. She asked <laughs> you me. You get two people up there, then they say their best yo mama. We used mama to do them joke. at Andrews. We did a couple of yo mama battles at Andrews. That was actually the not? master debates. We uh, yeah, we did do it at Andrews think, as well. Yes, yeah, because this, this was years ago. This was, Walter, that the was that was joke? the preliminaries that they did for selecting the team for Montreal. They did the same thing in Ottawa. I came up with the voting structure. 
and, and all that. But the thing is, at the same time, my mom was uh, going through chemo. So I did not want to participate right. as a as a, a battler, a yo mama battler right. at that point. Right. So I helped her with all that, and then I saw the format. But I, the main problem with the yo mama battle is everybody's got the same opening line. Yo mama is yeah, and, and it kind of yeah it gets it, a little. It, it was boring. Yeah. I was going to say I yeah. liked how the audience interacted, how they they became like part of it and kind of excited. So I I used the voting system that we came up with that, and I said, well, what if we did it? Overall, and that's when the master debates and the master debates didn't have the geek focus that Battlecom does. Master debates was like even questions like what's the most evil corporation? Right. Uh, and so right, well, the we, Battlecom question would be like, what's the most evil corporation in the Marvel universe? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Osborne Industries, obviously. Yeah. Oscorp. Yeah. I'm saying. I just got. All right. Out I'm still. Facts I'm still, aren't <laughs> jokes. I, I'm still. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I did I'm still it. <laughs> waiting for for uh, the punchline to any of those. So see yeah. if I'd vote for it. I'm saying. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. If it's if it's not funny the first time, say it louder and faster. <laughs> the Walter J. Ling method. What? Oscorp. <laughs> Oscorp. <laughs> but <laughs> Walter, you're yelling at Jeopardy again. <laughs> you're just, Okay, so so expanding on the Yo Mama, so it's like a, a little a yeah, little a little it, comedy it, it dual was, argument. Exactly, and then um, the uh, uh, Gavin Stevens was coming to town for the uh, Montreal Comic Con, and he was able to hook me up with the the the, the program director there, and uh, we went in uh, to basically I, I pitched the idea, and he says, "Can you make it family friendly?" I said, "Yeah, sure." And then yeah, because it can go either way. It's it, really, it's really how much the comics are straining themselves. You know? Exactly, yeah. and so the the very first <laughs> one, I we, could make it family friendly. <laughs> it might not stay family friendly, like. which has happened. Actually, Erica Tadeo, who's on when we did the filthiest comic in Montreal. Oh, so so sparkling clean. Uh, <laughs> she she we we were doing a family friendly one, and and we was like, what was the best uh, movie tie in toy? And her selection, the one that she had all the jokes about, was the Nimbus three thousand model. That was uh, sold uh, for Harry Potter. The vibrating. The one yeah. that vibrates. Yeah. Right. And, of course, she had – actually, I think she had the Amazon reviews. Yeah. Uh, was the main crux of her, her punches. But it's like, it's all about how happy it was making the their daughters. Um, mm-hmm. My daughter rides this for hours. She'll go up to her room and lock the door and just ride the Nimbus 3000. <laughs> it's, so, oh, it's so popular. Oh, Harry Potter. Even what a her world 18-year-old sister will take yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. It's such a hit. She brings it at school. All the girls play with it at lunch. Stop it. Yep. Yeah. But, but I've, so, okay, so from what you're saying, at least from what I just heard, the, do the comedians have, like, some level of, uh, of, of information? They, they, she had they, the Amazon reviews. Okay, well, well, the thing is... So you prepare for it as much as you want, really. Exactly. I remember I, I, I used to come up with stuff. That's right. Like, we get the subjects ahead of time. The subjects, yeah. they, they get the subjects ahead of time. They, they have time to write. But the thing is, they don't know... Because the, the subjects are very open-ended. Right. Uh, the, the performers uh, know what their choice is, and they can write jokes. So it's kind of like stand-up that way. Okay. But... There's that's good for the positive round. There's a negative round where they have to be negative, but their their opponents on stage is choice. Right. Oh, that was my favorite part. It was heard. the negative part. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, that was the part I like. Uh, yeah. I like it's, shitting yeah. on people. a big fan names. of negativity in yes. general. Yes, yes. <laughs> we should call you a nihilist. Uh, Your idea is dumb and it's stupid. And I hate you. <laughs> and, I, and I hate you on a personal uh, level. <laughs> there is a wonderful video clip on YouTube where you argue. You're arguing with Vlad Levitt. About oh uh, sure who is uh, would be, I think it was uh, what two celebrities or what two characters would you like to have on your post-apocalyptic team? And his choices, uh, uh, I remember one of them uh, being uh, Martha Stewart. And you just kind of went off on Mar- that all he mentioned was Mar- Martha Stewart. And, and, and you were like complaining about his choices and then it was his turn and it was his first time ever battling it and he started to go positive with his written jokes again Vlad Levitt's a great comic mm-hmm. uh, and then I had to remind him it was negative and then he stopped and he looked at Walter and then he just went fuck you yeah, and, that was, yeah, 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 <laughs> and was, he won by he a landslide yeah, yeah. he won as I recall yeah that's harsh yeah uh, I think I, I think I destroyed the uh, the green room that night I was really, I was pretty <laughs> I was pretty furious yeah. but you got you got the you got the face over though so that's like 
That can't backfire. That can't backfire. <laughs> Chris Vendito, uh, acclaimed uh, Keith and Walter podcast bartender, Chris Vendito, yep. uh, once tried a similar tactic with me in the negative round where he said, fuck Jason Hattrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the mic was handed back to me, and I said, if Chris, anyone w- would like to fuck Jason Hattrick, please speak to me after the show. Right. <laughs> and I won in a landslide, so... Yeah. So you're saying that you're saying way. you can't just win by like cussing people out. No, you have to make it entertaining. And that, that's just it. I mean, it, it's a combination Walter of stand up and improv. I've won. No, yeah, I won a couple. There was like I did win a couple. Yeah, was that what you just did? Did yeah. I win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a couple I won like full on, full yeah. on. But like sometimes because you had the funniest jokes, sometimes because you were wearing full Ultimate Warrior face makeup. And yeah, I was, was like, afraid, you know, I was do, afraid to go on stage. I would I played dirty. You know, that's like the that's that's the thing. That's the hardest thing for for some performers to do is uh, they don't like to share focus. Right. <laughs> it's if you, you well, the thing is, you've got three people on stage at a time. Right. Uh, and, and the gentleman's way of viewing a battle com is when the person who has the microphone, it's their turn. <laughs> you let them have their turn, right. which I would always do. Yeah, <laughs> always. I always respect that rule, and I would also never be directly antagonistic towards the host, Paul. Mm-hmm. You're actually not the first person Other that popped into my head. Other when, penalties in battle when he said some people. Uh, there, that is actually something this? that's been discussed. I don't we, remember you breaking that rule. Who was who was a bad rule breaker on that one? Let's, let's name names. Oh, let's not name names. Let's name names. Uh, it's fine. It's Darren. No, I want to be on his show. It's 100 percent Darren. It's I, I'll, Darren. I'll, it Darren. It's not Darren. What is well, the name it's sometimes Darren. It's Darren. It's sometimes Darren. But well, Darren's not the worst offender. Uh, I will be on Figure It Out with Mike Carozza <laughs> uh, uh, here at the Comedy Works oh. in a couple weeks on February, um, January something. So what oh, I was, we were just that, that's a good, it's a good segue because Paul and I were about to ask if there, I was about to ask. We should Paul. put Keith on one of the shows if we, if, if you have another comedian. one, Keith should be on one of the shows. Well, he could, but it wasn't always necessarily. Like 100% comedians that were on the show, no, right? Because there, there was, we, all, we, yeah, we, like, well, like uh, Ryan, Ryan, Stick, Ryan Stick, Ryan Stick was on, was on who was actually and full very on argumentative. one. And very argumentative, exactly, <laughs> yeah. So you would be great for this, like, and, and then I would just like probably punch you in the crotch, and then that would be the end Oh, of we show. should have a tag team. Yeah. You should create a Battlecom <laughs> tag team, it'll be me That'd and That'd be cool, that would be cool. Take on all oh. comers. Well, that's... <laughs> ba- the Battlecom oh, tag team division? Tag yeah. team Battlecom. Oh, I'm, I'm still concept. I'm still trying to figure out how to work out the uh, the penalties. I think because pe- the, the, this no is penalties, no, no penalties. No, 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 this is something that has been discussed. <laughs> we so were trying screwed. to work out <laughs> is like I'd have a, a penalty bucket or something uh, with a bunch of different ideas. So uh, your your next if if you do it the uh, if you do uh, break one of the rules if you don't if you don't share focus when necessary or uh, if you're interrupting or something like that we pull something out and be like you'd have to now sing your next joke yeah or like or like you do it in a Russian accent or like you do it while like tapping your head and rubbing your belly I don't think the Russian accent would be a really big deal for people I'm t- but it's just all your material especially in like a, anything that you're doing I write most of my material with a Russian accent that's in true. mind that's true. in mind exactly I never perform it that way but have you kids seen cartoon all stars? Thanks for doing my material. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my go to for I, a Walter. I just, I just really like when Walter's uh, going after Moose and Squirrel. But yeah. I do remember the cartoon. I think All-Stars. penalties can be kind of fun. Still do it sometimes. It, that that joke that joke got done almost like word for word verbatim on the the uh, uh, tonight with uh, was the after last week tonight last night. Tonight, oh, this week, tonight, this John Oliver, John the, on the John, the John Oliver, Oliver show. show, yeah, like it was, done, it was done almost verbatim, and I'm like, well, I guess I got to stop doing this now. Uh, <laughs> now everyone's gonna think I stole it from John Oliver. Yeah, it was, it was weird. But you, like, John Oliver, just had an identical childhood. Yeah, yeah. so one of the uh, top variety, top ten comics to watch this year, just for laughs, started to do a joke that was going in a very similar direction to one of mine, and it was very uncomfortable for me. It's weird, right? Sitting yeah. watching, like, but it, it's mine's better. Probably not better. Did you call Variety? Was, yeah, yeah call them did. up. They have yeah. yet to return my call, but they like, they The will. only way to correct this situation is to make me one of the top ten comics. Add me. To watch. <laughs> we can both. I'll just add I feel, I, 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 You don't even need to remove the other guy. Just make it 11 this year. There 10 plus Jason. There that's, you go. That's all needs. Keith, let's do five questions. You want to hit five questions? Well, yeah. Can wrap up real early. I want to do five questions. You just want to get to five questions? Because we have five. our own fucking segment. We have, that, we have, we have and it's verses this time. Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you don't want to hear the the the, the battlefield questions? So I, I was going to give. Oh, a you're going to preview. You're going to preview the battlefield. Oh, I want to know the, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to give the the bonus question, but I have the battlefield yeah, yeah, question. I do. I want to know. I want to know. I want uh, the battlefield questions. No, no, Keith, this is not. You're eventually going to give us. Come on, show the battlefield questions. Yeah, you already have them. 
Okay. They were in the thread that we were talking about coming to this show, this podcast. I knew the originals were there, but I don't, I didn't know if we still had, if we had the bonus one yet. Yeah, the bonus one uh, is is gonna, is coming. Okay. But for listen, this one, listen, listeners, if you're listening to the show, so the, this show up this is an idea of, bonus of question. What, what you're going to be hearing uh, people battling over is uh, which fictional character would be the best at your job. Uh, what Star Wars character doesn't get the respect that they deserve? And which rock star would make the worst customer service rep? Which has a customer service rep. There may be some overlap yeah. <laughs> between that and the first question. I, I have a question about Battlecom rules. Uh, mm-hmm. do, do, do fictitious characters count? Like if you say rock star. Uh, it, yeah, you know, someone may argue with you on it and call you on it, but all that matters is that you're funnier than your opponent. Okay, so if yeah. I were to be like Dr. Roxo, the rock and roll clown from Metalocalypse, who yep. demands to get paid in cocaine. There you right. go. Right? Yeah. Who is uh, he's basically a, a TV version of Obnoxious the Clown. Yeah, from well, sub with yeah. a rock and roll edge. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and here's why both of you are going to lose Battlecom, is that no one has any fucking idea who either of those people are. <laughs> but if uh, they did, it'd be for that one guy. <laughs> Walter, who would be the best, uh, was it superhero at your job? Best fictional character at your best job. Best fictional character at your job. Which job? <laughs> That's Gary Shandling. Shandling. Your job is Gary Shandling? No, just I'm just saying I feel Gary Shandling. I mean, not Gary, by Larry Which Sanders. Fictional? Larry Sanders. Uh, Which fictional character would be the best at my job? Larry Sanders. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think he, he has less crippling angst than Iron Man. Tony Stark. Tony Stark. He'd be great at your Tony, job. Yeah, I don't think he would do your job. May Smart. or may not be my job, my answer to that question yeah. as well. That's just because at, you're. Okay, but then, then the if you're just hair, saying, if you're just going to go ahead and hair. say someone who's good at everything, be like Batman. <laughs> end of round. End of round, guys. That was a good round. Okay, let's. Tag so make sure points. you text in your votes. Uh, let's see, yeah, let's tag at uh, Battlecom TV. So do all the comedians? I'm going to ask. I'm asking more format questions for the listeners. Do all the comedians get to answer all those questions, or is there only two? Uh, every comedian, yeah, it's, the, we, we did mention the debaters <laughs> earlier. The debaters is a half hour long show. You get two performers facing over one subject. Mm-hmm. This is a 90 minute show. You've got six performers who are going to go over three, three, three. Yeah. Yet. It's not on CBC. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there it is, Jason. Uh, facing off against six, uh, five other performers. Right. Uh, so everybody gets to perform in a round who they face each round is sort of a surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, uh, you, if you win two, you get kind of a chance to come back at the end to, for the, for to the face final, off. For the final. And then battle. the bonus round the is, uh, the winner call. of all three rounds, uh, come up. And, uh, since we have a voting system that's either one or the other, we had to come up with a new way to vote that showed three voters. You play for, and you win, and the winner gets a, a jar of mixed nuts. Nice. And it's like, but like car nuts. No, 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 like good, like with big like full, full, like whole Brazil nuts in there. The big oh, ones. I sorry, I was just gonna go to the vasectomy clinic, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I don't, if I, I swear to God, if I'm here on Thursday, I'm makes Sunday. me wonder why Darren tries so hard. Is he allergic? Darren to nuts? is uh, deathly allergic to nuts. That's a thing I just realized. Not everybody who listens to your podcast is. Aware no, I think of. they know. I think <laughs> anyone who listened to, I think our third episode, I may have come up. Definitely, definitely allergic to all nuts. Is that the time that the, the very vulgar episode was Yeah, Aaron? the very vulgar episode with Darren Henry. The most vulgar episode ever. Yeah. That's great. So, so far, we can, how much time do we have left? No, you can't, you don't even. I don't, are you ready to go to Sudbury? Penis. You're, you're too. No. There it is. How, like, what do you mean? Now I it's just worse. said penis out loud. That's now like. Now it's worse. I, directly into a microphone on a recorded podcast, I said the word <sighs> penis three times now. God. Blumpkey. Damn it. Like now well, we're it is the We're gonna get banned from iTunes. You know cock. what? I'm a, I'm a schizophrenic chicken. I'm a Gemini born in the year of the cock. Boom. What? Five questions. Two cocks? Five questions. Alright, who would play you in a movie? Jason Hatrick. Oh, uh, I was just thinking about this the other day. I, uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt? Chris Pratt. But like Office Chris Pratt or Guardians of the Galaxy Chris Pratt? Well, I mean, thing. my life is a <laughs> mosaic that is not yet complete, and I feel like at different parts of my life, Chris Pratt was in the different office. Chris. Oh, Pr- Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec was what my bad. Was, yeah, they're so similar. Only the first <laughs> season. Yeah, it's all the only season I watched, which is the worst one. Well, because then he got sucked up into a spaceship and had to go guard exactly. the galaxy. Yes. Right, Paul. Who would play you in a movie, Paul Ash? Oh crap! I didn't realize I was going to get the same question. Yeah, uh, same question, Paul. Just like Battlecom, same yes. question. Yes. Same question. Sa- same question. Facts aren't jokes. Uh, myself, because I am a, I am a talented Paul, thespian. Paul, nope. Paul, you nope. will be, we will not ask you a single other question mm-hmm. if you don't give a better answer for that question. Uh, then it's going to be the guy that played Miles O'Brien on uh, Star Trek: Next Generation. 
I always pictured you as more of an Andy Richter. Oh, the guy, oh, yeah. Fuck the, you. <laughs> I prefer Andy Richter. Andy Richter be Andy good. Richter's oh, a way more great big, a big, way bigger name than Cole Meany. He's um, a way bigger guy than Cole Meany. What about what a, uh, it's Cole Meany, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> All right, negative round. I'm just uh, be leaning in the corner. Or is that who's playing oh, you? Oh, come on. I was going to say In maybe, his prime, Philip Seymour Hoffman. The guy who played Chief O'Brien on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Oh yeah, that's a much better actor than than the guy that played the. He father. had much more character development on Deep Space Nine than he ever did on Next Generation. He got Question to like have a character other than just what is your deal? I'm he's, talking he's, about what is your deal? Star Trek. Question number two. His name what is Cole Meany? Is he's a deal. talented Cole Meany. Yeah, he was Cole Meany. Cole Isn't he? Isn't he in the commitments? Is yes, he's he talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. also he's the dad. Yeah. Not a meanie. Delightful guy. Have you met him, sweetie? No, so you don't know. I've seen him in movies. He's he has been officially dissed by several Star Trek uh the next generation. Do you stalk actors. him on Twitter? No, no he's introduced no, to the Battlecoms. Uh, yeah. Uh, through Battlecoms. Oh, I'm sorry, I had to uh, became Comic Con panel hosts and I've yeah, he's introduced them. Brent Spiner took a shot at me. Nice. So did uh Riker. I've, Jonathan, I've, Franks. Jonathan Franks. Jonathan Franks. Franks, I've I've revisited that moment and I feel like over maybe he was on my again. side. <laughs> Maybe he was on. Tell yourself what you one. need to hear. Jason. I've mended fences with Will Wheaton. We're very good friends now, mm-hmm. as far as I know. Counselor Troy. Uh, she no. You she actually was, she got she and I got along just fine. Okay, you went on a uh, a, a, a cruise with Will Wheaton, wasn't it? A couple times, yeah. Just he invited me to go with his family on a. Well, also there were is this real six hundred other people there, and and he was. Happened to be there. Behind a velvet rope. It's a geek cruise. Metaphorically speaking. You went on a geek cruise? Yeah, a couple times. Really? Yeah. That's why you went to Battle You were personally invited to go? No, I was. N- I paid a great deal of money to go. What's this geek cruise thing? What's this? So is there a wrestling <laughs> cruise? There is. There's 100. Uh, percent I'm willing to bet there is. Chris Jericho was one to put one like together. Everything. Nice. You, and, then, and WCW used to run. WCW and WWF used to run. Both, both used to run one of those. Wrestling cruise. The there was a stand-up so wait, cruise. What's this, what's this geek cruise? There was a stand-up cruise that I looked at, but it 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 was like from from New Jersey to Brooklyn or something. It was really sad. But this is a (laughs) – They do those in Halifax Harbor too. There you go. Defeats the purpose of cruise. But this was a – this was a Caribbean – actual Caribbean cruise going to uh, scenic locations um, headlined by a troubadour of the internet, a man named Jonathan Colton, who is probably most widely known for writing the end credits song for the video game Portal. Is it just a Comic Con on a cruise ship? It's not dissimilar, but that's not what it is. There's less vendors. Less yeah, vendors, no vendors, I would imagine yeah. there's less vendors. Just less vendors, regular, more panels. Just the regular cruise ship vendors. Just was, panels. was Will Wheaton there? He was. That's yeah. amazing. And then uh, decided he didn't like me. Nice. Like there was a, there was a period of time like, where did, Will Wheaton did, did he decide or did you do me? something? I probably did time? something I don't remember. <laughs> did you have a lot of like one on one hangout time with 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 Will Wheaton. On the, on the cruise ship? How does that work? I had like, some indirect hangout time because he uh, he gave away a friend of mine at her wedding huh? Uh, that happened on one of these. So they give, they give, like, who else was on the cruise ship? What this is like when, uh, when what's his name? When, when Kevin Smith used to marry people. Well, well-known uh, people that you, uh, people, people would have well heard well of. Known, um, no, Grant Imahara from... Uh, oh, Grant from, Imahara. Yeah, yes, from, yes. From fucking... Uh, recently from... Well, the White Rabbit Project. Yeah. Now from the White Rabbit Project. Well, formerly from Then Myth from Myth Hunters. Was Ernie uh, Reyes... He was one of the... Ernie Reyes. Ernie Reyes. Myth Hunters. Myth Hunters. Ernie Reyes on that cruise. Did I say Myth Hunters? Yeah. Today we are hunting the Manticore. That was like the ghost faces. From Supernatural. Who else was uh, there? Was there uh, uh, Paul F. Tompkins was there? Really? Yeah. The first time Weird. I the first time I ever when did was stand this? up. When did this happen? Uh, well, the first time I went was four years ago now. Oh, I thought it was long five years when I was ago. four years old. Coming up on five years ago because the first time I ever did stand up was at the open mic on this boat. Seriously. And the next day, twenty four hours later, I got stand up comedy advice from Paul F. Tompkins, who is still my favorite comedian. Not because of that, but he was before that. I so feel that like that gives a, him an edge. Were you with like, whether you're willing hurt. to admit? Were you it or on this not. solo or with a lady friend? <clears throat> I went uh, solo the <laughs> first time because I was recently separated from my then lady friend, who's my now <laughs> lady foe. I feel, that, Kevin, like, I feel that that would be a great place to like pick up with geek ladies. Yeah. Is it like, is it, are most of the people single on the thing? Or there's, is it, does there's it turn some, into a mixer kind yeah, of Yeah, exactly. Or? I was like, it's like a boozy cruise geek oh. mingler. That's what there I'm saying. There is some hooking up that happens. I fucking hope so. That happened to Jason Hattrick. Cause our hero in the story. We need more intelligent people. That's, that's really important. A gentleman doesn't kiss and tell. 
But I'm now a, you're making some. But I'm a creepy dick. So here's the story. <laughs> he hooked up with Paul F. Tompkins. Uh, <laughs> how dare you, sir? That is a married man. I would never betray the sanctity Paul of his Ash, marriage. Question two. Okay. What are you afraid of? Could be something like failure. Could be like spiders. Success. Obviously. Fear of success. Okay. That's and why I Jason, stay as you're, far you're away answer. from it as I can. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, I'm mental illness, death, loneliness. Uh, the mental big things death. that are the all about. Ones. You're such a whim comedy. The thing, like, mental illness is, like, not, and it's not even that he has mental illness, but like, one of the things, like, the, 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 the phrase out of 2017. Where are you going with this? That stuck with me. Here it comes. Was when Gord Downey Talked about how he doesn't have mental illness at all. I know, but he has brain cancer. But how it affected him? I know. I I I prefaced it with this isn't really mental illness. Where he talked about one of the most heartbreaking things was like not knowing the lyrics, the songs that you wrote thirty years ago that you sang thousands of times, and your brain just not coming up with them. Which I guess is probably not unlike. It's not because he has a mental illness. I mean, well, if you have a cancer in your brain, that's That's not a mental mental illness. illness. That's literally like the worst illness in your brain. Brain illness. Brain illness. (laughs) (laughs) But but I'm just saying. But I'm sure. I'm sure it's not unlike dementia. Killed Gord Downey, and then we wouldn't have. He wouldn't have to worry about remembering that. Oh, you did almost kill Gord Downey. Yeah, I'm just saying. But I'm sure that that experience. We're just all glossing over that story. Are you kidding me? Anyway, <laughs> not unlike dementia or uh, why did I just blank on oh Alzheimer's? Reality oh. imitating art, <laughs> imitating reality. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, no, but exactly. I, and I was like, that to me, like that that phrase stuck with me, and I was like, that is the most horrifying thing. Like not having the ability to recall information that you know, you know. Uh, my my yeah. father, my yeah, father, and my father was diagnosed uh, with Alzheimer's, but he had been tested ten times. It was only on the last time, which was also the last week my my mother was alive. So he was stressed. Uh, he so there's a question about whether or not he had. Alzheimer's or not, mm-hmm. or just uh, an aphasia, because right. there was proof that he had strokes. Mm-hmm. So he had this thing where he, uh, um, like, if he had a doctor's appointment, he knew which what what day to get up. He knew when to to go. He would drive himself to the doctor's appointment, and he would know which doctor to go see and what street. Right. He wouldn't be able to tell you what day. He wouldn't be able to tell you what right. street it's on. Uh, he wouldn't be able to tell you the doctor's name, but he would know to go. He had right. that knowledge. But he just couldn't express yeah. it, so that's more like an, it sounded more like an aphasia mm-hmm. than Alzheimer's, and then he was on the Alzheimer's medication, which just messed him up. Yeah. Either way, I, I'm all that to say that I feel that Terry Pratchett kind of went the right route on that whole situation of basically finding a way to have himself euthanized without it officially being legal in the UK. He was a big proponent of its legalization in the UK. But and then I had heard, heard that he died, but I didn't know the circumstances. He was he was released it. into the the care of his family and then like died in a waterfall of, of natural died of natural causes and it was not investigated at all by like local authorities and there's like the 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 un, the overwhelming like sense is that like they euthanized him and then nobody investigated it because everybody knew that's what he wanted and mm. they just were like we're just gonna like we release to the care of your family and then you mysteriously died within a week you Doug, know like Doug Stanhope hmm? assisted with his mother's or with his father's his mother's I think also mm. information I do not have yeah. Jason, what are you afraid of? Well, I was going to say tight spaces. I think I want to change my answer No, no, answer stick now. with that. Say Terry Pratchett. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, uh, I'm He's not... He's so witty. I don't, I'm not like a full-on claustrophobic. I wouldn't say that because I know there are people in this world that can't be in elevators without flipping out, mm-hmm. and I'm not like that. Right. But uh, I don't enjoy not being able to freely move about if Such I'm constrained. Such a smart car. In any way, that's why I do not drive a smart car. So, if, if, if what about a really tight hug? No, that's fine because. But I what know. if it holds lasts too long? Uh, no, and then you're like, I'd like to leave, and the person's like, just a little longer. That that might freak me out for a number of reasons. <laughs> and that uh, person is Paul Ash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going in for it. Uh, but no, if I, if I'm in a very very busy place, like I, did, I never, I was never a clubber because it was. Dark and loud, right. and you're just you can't talk to anybody. It's too loud. You can't see much. It's too dark. The terrible music had nothing to do with it. It was There's just air horns that. and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the constant, constant bass drops. My complete lack of rhythm and inability to dance. Yeah. Uh, no, but dark and crowd and louder. That's the one. Yeah, it was. I don't like louder. spaces like that. I don't like. Uh, I don't like. 
feeling like I got I crawled under a bed to hide once and I couldn't get out immediately and wait, that wait. flipped me right out. Hmm. I was a child. So you couldn't be a, like a World War One tunneler. Probably not. I no. don't think I, I, I feel think that that being was Charles, buried Charles alive. Bronson actually he had uh, claustrophobia in, in the filming of The Great Escape. Like, Jesus, that's he, a story. No, that's in the movie. Huh? When I was a little boy, I used to have to go down into the mines. But it's all, it's all, it's, it's, it's also uh, I, to this day I can't go down into the I have terrible anxiety. Hey, it's it's also a, a true story for him. Really? As well, yeah. Interesting. And so in the filming of that, Facts why he looks that. Sorry, I didn't. That was. I did not. That was. <laughs> I was an honest dude. I'm mistaken. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just had to jump in with facts on jokes. Facts on jokes. Doesn't matter. Charles Bronson was claustrophobic. Make me laugh. Mm. I don't know. I don't think I can think of a worse way to die than being buried alive. Fire. Fire. I feel I, like that's a lot shorter. Not really. Not if it's it's being done wrong. Question three. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, you do usually die. Here's the thing. I learned from the TV show Deadliest Warrior. Uh, if you know what Deadliest Warrior is? It's a lot you die like from the infection. Battlecom, but just with only thing, <laughs> without any comedy whatsoever. But anyway, one of the things they talked about uh, about Molotov cocktails because usually when you die, you die of smoke inhalation. So why it's mm-hmm. not the worst way to go is because you die of smoke inhalation before you actually get burned to death. But with a Molotov cocktail, because you're usually like covered in the alcohol and it burns so hot, it doesn't create smoke. So if someone like say like hits you with a Molotov cocktail. You would be like all the way on fire and not suffocating from smoke until you actually like succumb to your fire-induced injuries. Actually, if you breathe in, yeah. That, see, with fire, because I uh, I know too much about it. Uh, fire, if you breathe in, you fry the inside of your lungs. Yeah, and uh, then you you suffocate anyways. You don't yeah. need the smoke. Smoke is the number one killer in host fires. But if yeah. you're in a ventilated area, smoke will not kill you from a fire. Yeah. It's going to be the pain, hmm. or if you inhale the flame. Yeah. And, that's a, and I think that's the same thing, too, with Molotov cocktails. Why did the you fire. ask us this question? Because we ask it the question <laughs> of every guest. It's question three. New. Question three. Um, if you were allowed to get a tattoo at age 12, what would it have been of? Oh, Jason. God. <laughs> I'm so glad I wasn't. And it was right, that's the point of the question, Jason. Well, we- <laughs> Will Wheaton giving me a big high five or a hug? <laughs> no, a I big probably, hug. It probably would have been uh, the X Men logo, like the circle with the X in it. Like I was a member okay, of the well, X Men. Yeah, like you were like on the, uh, you would get it on your chest, like they have. Probably like right, right there on my what I would have assumed would one day be an incredibly muscular pec. <laughs> The uh, X-Men logo. Was he a big X-Men guy? Was that like well, from, yeah, the co- from the car- comics or cartoons or both? From the comics. Okay. Because it's it like – I always had this Chris theory about comic books uh, that uh, uh, Avengers was for jocks and then uh, to the extent that any comic book is. And then right. uh, X-Men was for nerds. Right. Because the Avengers were in the spotlight and they were adored and everybody loved them and they were heroes and they got the women and Tony Stark was a billionaire, et cetera. There were, there were women. Um, oh, 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 there were women. Oh, there were women. <laughs> One of them was big and green. Her name was She-Hulk. Um, I just she uh, see this too? is just because he out-nerded me on Oscorp earlier, and now I feel the need. She-Hulk was an Avenger. She-Hulk was also a weird member of the Fantastic so, Four what, when the Fantastic what, Four branched. What was out. the DC for then? If if Justice League. No, no, but I'm saying he's saying uh, I didn't know no, anything D- about okay, Jocks. Listen, Jocks listen. Were DC was for dorks, and nobody read DC comics. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't know <laughs> it, was for, it was for power gamers. But see, f- X Men. Everybody in X Men. Nobody liked them. They were hated. The X Men didn't even uh, like the X Men. Yeah, they, nobody they in the team even gets themselves. along. But then they, then they all get to go and live in this mansion where everybody else is just like them, and then they get superpowers. It's the real world. Yeah. It's like the real no, world. It's but the reason I've never read Harry Potter. I'm good. I've covered the story of a bunch of kids that don't fit in and then go to a mansion and live with other kids that don't fit in and find a family and develop superpowers and fight evil. Mansion, That's already been though. covered. Hogwarts is a castle. Castles are just old world mansions. Question number five. Three, also to Paul Ash. What would you get a tattoo of? <laughs> Uh, when I was, the X-Men one sounds great, and, but my immediate came to mind was I probably would have got the ACDC logo. Oh, shit. I thought it was, uh, we Donair. Get it, Paul, I thought it was Donair. Uh, well, no, it was, <laughs> and a- AC, that was the year that I, I got my first album, and that was, uh, ACDC's Highway to Hell. And it was a that- way cooler album than my first album. My first album was Aerosmith's Big Ones. Huh. I've, it was I, the greatest hits album. How, how uncool. I, I, I remember my first Big two ones. albums because I Settlers, like, man. 
I actively <laughs> remembered my first one because I like I hung on to my first one. I was like, my first album ever was uh, Green Day, not Green Day. Whoa. Whoa, Weezer's Blue album, which I was like, like still holds up. I still listen to it. It's like a fucking amazing paragon of like even geek rock or whatever. And I remember that, and I was like, I could still listen to the first album I ever owned. And then my second album is Oasis's. What's the story, Morning Glory? Good and one. I was like, nope. Still got me beat. My second album was the soundtrack to The Lion King. Go, oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> my my second was uh, Motley Crue, Shout at the Devil. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Also, I think that it would be a little bit peculiar to have a 12-year-old, like, with a euphemism for bisexuality tattooed on him. Was yeah. that what ACDC is? Yeah. Well, well, it's both the, types the, of the, both The currents. band they went for was uh, Electricity. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a- as a band... Yeah. yeah, as a band, I don't think they, I don't think they actively realized no. that it was a euphemism for bisexuality. But, but, but yeah, Walter's like staring at me. Like oh. you don't know this. I thought ACDC was it's made up like of bisexuals, and they became a lot it up. more interesting the to right me context. as a band. It's clearly not what they I was going to go revisit for. their lyrics and look for hidden meaning. It's not fucking rough trade. You know what? As much as Judas Priest, rough trade. Sorry, I didn't. What? You like rough trade? I I met uh, um, the, uh, working for Just for Laughs backstage. I I pissed off a, a, a Canadian comedian icon. Sure, uh, it was a, it rough was trade. A, it was a which one? Qu- it was a queer You're comedy show. She one? was headlining it. I don't know. Oh, is it Elvira? Uh, and <laughs> Sorry, uh, I was right right away. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he'll tell us he almost killed Gord Downey, but he won't tell us who he upset. Elvira Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred <laughs> percent. Anyhow, uh, it was the first night of the queer comic show. Uh, this Canadian uh, icon was headlining, mm-hmm. and uh, she arrived late. Mm-hmm. And when she came in, I took one look o- across the room, and I went, "Oh wow!" And I walked over with my hand out, and uh, and that person put their hand out to greet me, and I dodged around them to grab the hand of their girlfriend, and it was like, "You're Carol Pope, like the lead singer of I Rough see. Trade." I see. Uh, and that was just like, that was much more an amazing person. And apparently Carol Pope had been at the comedy festival and no one knew who she was. And, uh, considering that she did everything that Madonna did for a decade and a half beforehand. Yes. Uh, she got arrested for masturbating on stage for crying out loud. Uh, Elvira Kurt went out with, uh, Pope. Yeah. They, apparently they broke up at the end of the So it was Elvira Kurt. <laughs> 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 so they broke up because of Paul. So you Ash. killed Gord Downey and broke up Elvira Kerr. No, I didn't kill Gord. Peter I J. Radomski wants to know, as he was our last guest, if you this were to get a calendar as a gift, what do you wish it was? What type of calendar? What kind of calendar would you like to get as a gift? Well, I've been. What theme? I feel What's like the theme? having shit on the Gregorian calendar earlier. I feel no, like no, I should no, go like with Chinese calendar. It's this not what time. we mean. But what's okay? Fine, it's a Chinese calendar. What is? What's the theme? Is no, it a it's a WWE you know the theme one. Is Chinese Days of the week. No, that's China not a theme. is the theme. China is the theme. Okay, so you're saying it's like that's twelve Chinese it's calendar. Twelve pictures of China. Twelve <laughs> <laughs> January picture of China. No, I'm just saying we're not talking about like a Chinese calendar. We have a regular calendar. <laughs> What theme would Maybe it be? Maybe I don't understand the question. Okay, yeah, you know like, you go to the calendar the store calendar, and you're like, no, adorable You've puppies. already lost me. I have People a calendar buy calendars, app on my phone. You know, they're they're 50% off on Boxing Day. And, you know, they have all kinds of fun calendars. Listen, what, someone, what theme, what novelty calendar are you buying? Someone, you, you really, you, you've, is you, this you, a thing people know about? Okay, is this you, a thing you people know, do? You don't buy, you, you, you have know a calendar about, in your house? Fun calendars. Okay, listen, uh, Jason, you have parents. Wasn't your girlfriend in the burlesque calendar? <laughs> yeah, so the burlesque, burlesque calendar. Right. See, that was a fun, calendar. fun novelty idea that they invented. No, but there's all kinds they of calendars. created a calendar. You never, you never okay, going to do an H&B around Christmas and you don't see the rat, like the racks of calendars and stuff like that. So baited. I, I, you're all looking at me like I'm weird, but I feel Calendars, like you all just made this you up. Know. Fuck's sake! What? Like, you know, like that, you like, that like, app on my Thrones phone. Calendar, so, you get like a somebody, Game of Thrones calendar. Okay, listen. Or like somebody play the song Farside Calendar. calendar. Let me put oh, it this don't way. Get me Let me put it this way. Side. Let me put it this way. Okay, he's your your aunt, <laughs> whom you care deeply about and respect, uh, bought you a calendar on January first, and you have to put it up in your house when she comes to visit. Otherwise, you can leave it in the trash. But like you like her, so you're like I don't want her to think I'm well, not. Well, I using liked the her present. before she got me a calendar. But, okay, myself. but then what if you had to put any calendar on your wall? What would you prefer it to be of? Uh, I would I would like a calendar of stalling tactics to drive people crazy while I think of a better answer. That's a terrible answer. 
Paul Ash, same question. <laughs> uh, one with uh, good motivational sayings. Actually, demotivational, like uh, the the demotivational website. Like a, like a kitten, and it's being like, if you let go, you fall in a blender. Like the little hanging kitten. I don't remember that one. <laughs> but uh, just something nice and humorous that also has all the dates for the submissions to uh, the various comedy festivals around the world. There you That's go. That's fair. That helps. All right. So now, gentlemen, you have to put your heads together and come up with a question to ask to our future guest, who is Walter? Just kidding. We don't know. We never know. <laughs> I, was like, yeah, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Did we You're asking this? Walter who thought I'd been here before? No. You have been on this before. I have not been on this podcast key? before. Check in the, you, you Check the GR I have guys. not. Okay, let's figure it out. What, do you, what would you like to ask into the future? <laughs> uh, but he thought I hadn't been on it before. Does he think I'm you? Yes. Yeah, we, my uh, my phone tried travel. to correct uh, your name to Hamrick. <laughs> I've had worse. Jason Hamrick. <laughs> the Bram Strokers. Changes it to Patrick constantly. Uh, yeah, so what question do you guys want to know? Yeah, I feel you should brainstorm. Uh, well, What's a good question to ask? Ask them what would be a good question for Battlecom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, free research. Which Star Wars character doesn't get the respect they deserve? <laughs> oh, well, and then after they answer it, I'll come out from behind the curtain and do the negative round. Right. And uh, then an what, audience what, will materialize. And vote. Actually, what about their plan for uh, uh, the zombie apocalypse? What they would plan to do? That's a good one. Zombie apocalypse survival no, well, I like strategy. I like his first question because like, I feel like we've we've treaded over that. Zombie apocalypse. Yeah. I mean, I have such a solid yeah. plan anyway. It's we last, we yeah. literally didn't talk about it at all because none of us wants to reveal our our hidden. But stock I like miles. I like the Star Wars question. You well, if you, if any one of your listeners like the Star Wars question, they can come here us argue about it this Sunday. But to be fair, Sunday, though, Sunday, by the time Sunday. we ask a guest this question, it's going to be two weeks after. Are we doing the? Are we at the fifth question? Yeah, this is this is the fifth question. Okay. You, so what question do you want? Do you want Star Wars? Or Star you want Wars zombies? question. Let's do the Star Wars question. Well, that's their question. I like the Star Walter. Wars question. Paul, what's your question? The thing is, <laughs> if your next guest, if your next guest doesn't know Star Wars, first of all, why are they even on your podcast? That's fair. Uh, second of all, though, I would be delighted if they didn't know Star Wars. <laughs> you want to, you want to do the zombie one? No, I feel it's more universal. Everyone Paul, thoughts. Your podcast. job is like isn't, I'm saying your your job is to come up with questions and. Come up with questions, Paul. <laughs> Come on. Uh, what would be the tagline for the bio film? Everyone has thought about that. All right. Uh, too fast, too furious. I believe mine was starring Chris Pratt. Yeah, because that's a, no, that's Walter. Not. Walter, you. Um, in a world where everyone's an asshole. Um, I'm the asshole. I'm, I hold the toilet paper. You know, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, in that a world, uh, or not, or like uh, a, a good guy, bad guy is the one with the air horn. That's nice. A good one. I think that's that's it. Actually, I like that one. I'll be like, you probably won't like it until you watch it two or three times. <laughs> Wait, the- <laughs> Sure. The best, uh, <laughs> the best ever thing like that I ever heard was uh, Mark Maron's album. Uh, was called uh, Tickets Still Available. Nice. <laughs> that's, I think if you're going to go for the whole self-deprecating route, that's yeah. nothing tops that. <laughs> Paul, what would your tagline be? Jason, The Jason Hedrick story, direct to video. Yeah. Uh, the Hedrick supremacy. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, P Money. P Money? Yep. It's going to be a line, though. I don't. The tagline is like P-E-E. He'll ash all the rice questions. Oof. Okay, how about, uh, he used to be famous. He used to be famous. That's a good one. I like that. He used that's to perfect. Be famous. That's perfect. That's now, perfect. He's played by Walter J. Ling. <laughs> oh, the similar head size. Yeah. So. Similar yes. head size. Alright, so Battlecom. Let's wrap her up here. Battlecom, January 15th, 8 p.m. Uh, doors, at eight, doors at 8. eight. Doors at 8. Doors so at be eight there at 8 to get the good seats. Tickets still available at www.comedyworksmtl.ca. Sweet. Or, is this going to become a regular thing, Walter and Paul? Potentially. Potentially. Potentially, so. we're looking at. Uh, well, this is actually the third Sunday, but it's potentially the second Sunday of every month. So, if enough of you battle fanatics and battle connoisseurs come out uh, to make it worth everybody's while, this could become a regular thing. I think that's usually probably the what makes things regular things is when enough people come out and it becomes a big hit. Yes. So do that if you're listening. And Dave. vote for Jason when you're at the show. Do you guys have anything else Vote coming up that you want to plug real quick? Do you have any that's other dates? That's what I just said. 
Do you have any other dates you guys want to plug for coming up? Just to uh, well, it's uh, I can't check your phone. Also, yeah, so your also known as the the Love Doctor, and the Love Doctor's got uh, three shows this week. Oh. Uh, he's going to do his regular show at Waterville. Uh, he's going to be uh, so on Bad Luck Burlesque. Anyway. That's that's Wednesday. Uh, Friday so, is uh, Friday. Bad luck burlesque. Bad luck burlesque. Love and uh, Saturday, he's actually going to be on the radio as part of the uh, 2017 dating guide of CJD Solo in the City. Nice with Dr. Lori Bedito. Jason, no, with uh, Charlotte. Uh, I see. In addition to Battlecom here at the Comedy Works on the 15th, I will also be doing uh, Mike Carozza's Figure It Out on January 24th here at the Comedy Works. And I'll be hosting here at the Comedy Works uh, from the 26th to the 28th for headliner Mark DeBonis. Mark DeBonis. Sweet. Do you Montreal's. like, Walter, that all of my uh, all of my plugs were for the Comedy I Works? Do. That, that was, was just for I was going to say, did you, did a you book Mark? Shows. I, I, I would have mentioned more if I had, had more here. Walter, I know you, uh, obviously, you always have every weekend at the Works to plug. Would you also have a little Comedy Road Tour going on? Yeah, do we, we plug that on the shit show? The we, we plug that a little bit on the shit show, but now it's a lot more time. Healthy yep. living. This is now the show people will listen to because yes. it's Ooh, you get show. to go to Guelph, which well, I always thought was a place. Beautiful Guelph. I always thought that I didn't think it was a real place. I thought it was just a noise you made when somebody from Hamilton punched you in the stomach. <laughs> uh, Guelph. That's like a queef, but it comes out from somewhere else. So that's well, get, that's coming small up. Small town Canada deep cuts for all of our Ontario <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yeah, we it's know who we're our up against. GTA listeners. Uh, Guelph, Hamilton, twelve. Well, Toronto and Hamilton. Right. And the Three cities, four tour. shows. Three cities, four shows. Look up, just look up Healthy Living. Oh, I got the hiccups. This is fucked. Hey, the joke is that is they're not Chris healthy. Chris Vendito is also on Chris Vendito's on the show. Reese Turner. Reese Turner. Uh, uh, Mike Rita. Corver. And Mark who's your headliner? Mark and, Rita? Uh, Mike Rita. Mike Rita. Mike Rita. Yep. Awesome. Anyway, and watch that hilarious fun. video where it's kind of like Fargo. This Fargo. has <laughs> been Go Plug Yourself. That has been Walter's Hiccups. Paul, Jason, thank you so much for coming out. Thanks for having us. Bye. Bye. Those sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. Oh man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure as always to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 9to5.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 9to5.cc We're not working. Why should you?